now Billy would you like to do it uh, no you do it no. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast. We're here in Seals Rocks. Uh, Seal? Seals or Seal Rocks? Seal Rocks. You got it. Yeah. Uh, I've been practicing. <laughs> uh, we're here at Womp Camp and we have a very special guest here. You sound really excited, Tim. I'm very excited. <laughs> I've been wanting to interview this man for a very long time. Billy Slater, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Mate, he's like, t- I've been looking after Tim <laughs> on this podcast for so long. Mm. He's And he just needs help. Are you, and are you frothing? <laughs> <laughs> he fr- he's frothing right now. Yeah. Like, he's been talking about this day since we started. He's like, we've got to get Belly. Belly's yeah. the number one. I've, I've been listening to the podcast on a regular basis and the feeling's mutual. Wow. I love I love what you guys are oh, doing. Oh, that means so I'm much. A, Thank I'm you. I'm a long-time listener, first-time guest. Yes. So, fire away. I'm, I'm we know nothing about you. Yeah, you're a myth. He's we were, a myth. We were walking up to the cabin. Uh, oh, gee. <laughs> we were walking up to the cabin before, and we were like, do you live in the Gold Coast? No, 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 no. I'm no, from Willoughby. No, no, and I've been loving that as well, that you've all been wondering where yeah. I live and saying it's been so hard to organise an interview with yeah. me because I live so far, when really I live just you around... Live in Sydney. You know, I like to think there's a little bit of belly in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm always I'm always closer than you think. Yeah, that's true. You know, physically watching and you through your window as you change <laughs> out of your wetsuit. Yeah, well, we said someone said to us earlier today that you were you've been at Womp Camp since about Thursday, just hiding, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to jump out. And someone and said that. Someone said to me today at the, the campfire. Um, Whenever you talk about belly, he seems to pop out from a bush and say, uh, I'm here as if I'm like, wait, it's like, it's like lying in wait, waiting for, yeah, like beetle. <laughs> <laughs> waiting, for, wait, waiting for compliments and then I pop out and say, I'm here. Well, they were saying you, um, you didn't turn up last year. What's the go with that? Last year, my wife gave birth to our third child. Well, that's fair. So, fair so cool. that's, and she gave birth at around, I think it was, a, I don't, I don't remember the date of her birth, but, but. It was fresh. It was it was fresh. This is the first. I'm on track at this womp camp to both womp and camp. The first womp camp, I womped, but I stayed in a cabin in like this you boys cabin, in this yeah? exact cabin in that exact bed. But I womped and didn't camp, so I womp cabined. And then <laughs> the next womp camp I went to, um, I camped but didn't womp because the the, the ocean was ferocious. Um, but th- this year I've womped already. The, the tent is set up. Like uh, I'm likely to, to womp and camp this year, which is a huge moment. So you're a bit like Tim. You're a bit of a smaller wave boy. I'm a small wave specialist. Yeah, is right. The, yeah, is what I am. I, I don't see... I don't understand why people go out in big waves. I don't <laughs> see the fun I- in getting smashed on the head. I, d- I don't like drowning. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy suffocating. Um, and also... I don't care what people say about me. Nothing is going to be worth dying. And I will die if I go out and surf. That's, that's too big. Uh, like <laughs> I will die. And I, I think I have died once under a double wave hold. Yeah. I, I think I'm the ghost of Belly Slater like here talking to <laughs> it in the podcast today. So, yeah, yeah. Big, big waves terrify me. What's if the you, biggest you, wave you've gone? Like, you know, probably six foot. I mean, like five foot. Four foot. It's getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't know. I, I did. I've been out in, in the early days when I first started. I went out at pretty big Narrabeen with um, like the guys like 
Zaquaman, Pete from Glissando Hand Planes. Shout out Pete Mate, from Glissando. Every, every second episode. Pete's a legend. Yeah, Pete's right. a legend. I don't know why he gave up the game. Pete, if you're listening, come back. We need you, Pete. <laughs> we love you and we miss you. The community needs you. Yeah, Pete was cool. But So I went out with those boys and it was, it was monstrous uh, by my standards at least. And um, I hadn't yet experienced what like a double wave hold down was or, you know, what it's like to get smacked in the side of the head by, by a wave and then come out and vomit your guts out <laughs> on the shore. Have any of you, have any of you done that? Because I went and got myself checked out medically in case something <laughs> like I, I had done some brain damage and I hadn't. <laughs> but I haven't met anyone else who came out and vomited their guts out after after a heavy hit. Well, we do have a live audience here, and we have some big wave specialists in in the crowd with uh, Ricky and Corey. Uh, boys, wh- how do you feel about? You can just shout it out. We'll probably won't hear. Probably after a big night. What had had a vomit after a big night? Really? So what you're saying is, unless you get locked up, you don't want a bar of it. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I you used to be allergic to like nine things, so I think it's just. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, it is. Yeah. I yeah. think I think there's got to be room in this sport for everybody, and there's yeah. there's room right, in yeah, this yeah, sport yeah. for like the Barrel Pig and and Nick Burbot going out and char- and and you know and Ricky from War charging the biggest waves that you possibly can, and, and it's amazing to watch, and I'm completely completely in awe and i have enormous respect for the guys that can do it mm. um and look I, I i would like to get to get bigger and bigger gradually and get better and better gradually but i also think there's room for people like me that just that just want to enjoy it mm. yeah so belly you make a lot of your own gear and you sell it and it's it's quite unique do you think it's made for those smaller waves no what are you making it for, for the biggest waves <laughs> for the biggest wave riders out there it's it's um it's the highest quality, best body surf body surfing gear on the market. Well, you were out there today with uh, what were you using today? The, the, the flying V. The flying V, and yeah. it was holding up in that surf. Holding up? Do you see me? <laughs> no, I missed <laughs> it. No, you couldn't have because I was uh, constantly shrouded under the wavy curtain <laughs> of Tubeland. <laughs> no, no. Look, look, look. I love, I love what I've made. I, I spent a lot of time, a lot of focus, a lot of energy um, creating what I've created. I'm mm. extremely proud of of what I've created. I, I love them. They're the perfect boards for me, yeah. at least. Um, you know, I've, I've sold I've sold a few. Uh, I'm not making money hand over fist in any of this, but I, I love it. I, I love when I see one person like on Instagram writing it with a big smile on their faces, that it just blows my mind mm. that someone will trust me, you know, to, to, um, to make them a board to go out and, and fight the war out there in the ocean. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Is it true that you are a lawyer? That is true. So how does a lawyer from the Northern Beaches yeah, that's, become that's, a body surfing enthusiast? It's very kind of you to say that I'm from the Northern Beaches. I'm from the suburbs of the North Shore. Oh, right. My, oh, I'd say anything from... I'm from south of the bridge, so anything up there is... My I, local, I don't know. My local beach is City Beach Macquarie Centre. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, how, how, does it, how does it happen? The, the story is this. I was in a... In a difficult place work-wise I was in a difficult job um, and I sat next to this guy who was about six foot six and six foot six wide and he, he sat me down and said um, 
oh, you've got to see these hand planes by Pete Hannon. And I was like, what's what are hand planes? And he said, oh, you know, for body surfing. And I've body surfed um, all my life. Like my dad taught me to body surf when I was very young. Mm. He's he's here at Womp Camp. You guys should meet him. Really? Yeah, yeah. He comes to every Womp Camp wow. that, I, that I come to. That's um, mind-blowing. <laughs> he's a legend. Um, he was the, the biggest hell man that ever lived. Like bright yellow budgies. He still wears like yeah? very, very bright budgies. He's, he's, wow. he's colorblind. Um, and he'd swim. He'd, he wouldn't freestyle out the back. He'd butterfly out <laughs> the back. Like huge manly butterfly. Whoop, 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 <laughs> until he's out the back. <laughs> and, and take the biggest waves. But with, you know, th- this guy's like his uh, ex-South African military. So like he's just both hands behind his back, head straight up going like bus driving down the face of wave and just like wherever he was in a bit you could just hear <laughs> smash so that's he taught me how to body surf i used to have that same technique and i used to think it was the best fun in the whole world hands behind the back one two three boof and you're finished but and i think that's the best thing that you can do in the water and then this guy that i work with told me well you've got to try these hand planes pete hannon who was at the last Wampoff, is in hiding from the tax man because he was making so much money from these hand planes that he's created. He's made a, it's called like the the Wonder Board, I think he calls it, or the Wave Slayer. Anyway, I've got someone I can show you. Mm. Um, you can't find his name anywhere on the internet, but I tracked him down via IP Australia because the patent for his board is still on the internet. Yeah, it turns out that his wife was working at a law firm just down the road from where I was working and I was able to go and meet her and, and get some of these boards. And so, you know, when you put a hand plane on for the first time, the, this you guys would understand this. I was like a born-again Christian. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, like because yeah. you put your, your hand on the board and then Hallelujah. and you have your three seconds like I used to have, the one, two, yay, I'm so... And then three, four five and the wave starts coming yeah. up behind you're moving down the line like you're getting a whole new perspective on the wave i was completely converted from that first wave that i ever caught i was completely yeah. hooked i couldn't believe that you could do that on a wave and that all you needed was that little bit of lift to get your to get your body going and and that's what got me started why why did i create a, a you know a persona belly slater i have no idea i think i need to be i, I just need to be loved <laughs> by by strangers I, d- I don't i don't know it was it was fun i thought it was funny at the time and you know w- what it really was is like i started doing it i pr- started posting what i thought were some funny things and like it turns out that there was a community of people doing this i wasn't the only one out there on a hand plane catching waves there were heaps of different people from all over like the, the east coast um doing this and getting into this and i don't, i i feel like i started doing it at a you know at a a great time in the sport you know this is the new it was a new generation a new wave of um body body surfers coming through and hand plane shapers coming through and you know we all came together on instagram and learned about the sport learned about each other met each other and that is hands down the absolute best part that's kept me like that just energizes me about this whole sport is that the, the people you come to something like womp camp every single person is is creative um they're like they have loud personalities they're completely weird they're athletic they're entrepreneurial Mm. it's i've just met the most amazing people through this um so that's that's why i'm here and what i'm about i'm about a few more things though as well i think think what i'm bringing what i think i'm bringing to this whole scene i I think there's real problems with surf culture Mm. i think that there's this huge emphasis on everyone has to respect me and if i'm in the light i've been here longer this is my local break and i I just think it's bullshit i think i I do think respect is important but like the amount of respect that you'd give to any other person 
yeah, don't sure. think that people should make you feel bad for wearing the wrong clothes. I don't feel like people should uh, call you a kook for wearing your hand plane on your left hand and you're catching a right-handed wave. I, I think, I hope that's what I stand for in this in this whole thing, that, that, that like body surfing is about going out, being being like having some free time, expressing yourself the way you want to be in nature doing this weird, unique, niche nerd, um, awesome sport. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you, especially with the surf culture. I, I actually used to stand up surf and I gave it away because of those reasons that you just raised. And none of that sort of stuff exists within the body surfing community. So you're spot on there. Uh, one of my favorite videos that you've got up on Instagram <laughs> is the one where you hit this bloke, this old guy wearing a bucket hat <laughs> with a hand plane. <laughs> and it looks like he's trying to get out of the way and you just <laughs> target in on him. <laughs> Yeah. And then you've dubbed the audio. You've dubbed the to, audio. <laughs> to got him, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you really like cricket as well. I love. Really. Yeah, I love. I love. I love cricket. Now, is that a soft hand plane, or <laughs> would that have left a bruise? No, it's a soft. It's a okay, soft. Good. Is that it's, your dad? It's a soft. Is it just a random? No, and that's that's not my dad. My dad wouldn't have copped a hit like that. He would have smacked me straight in the nose. I would have come out second best from that one. But look, um, obviously the flags are set up for a reason. And that, and that reason is for, for body surfers to be able to body surf without hard surfboards around them. Yeah. And if like old men and young girls want to get in the way, then they get what they deserve. <laughs> and, I, and I think, I don't think there's a problem with letting them know who's boss out in the ocean. They need to show some respect yeah, to, to the body surfers out there. Sure. And, um, and there is nothing more fun than like lining up some poor old sucker who's like just up to his waist thinking he's going to have a nice time. <laughs> If you haven't seen that video, we should post oh, it. Oh, yes. My favourite GoPro video. photo, uh, GoPro selfies are of me with my full stoke face on. And then, like, in the background, there's, like, one flag and one girl splashing <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got strings of them. <laughs> now, you've... Uh, You've got a few other boards going uh, down. At um, Wampoff last year, you claim to have done the first ever board transfer. Yep. What two boards did you use to do this? And, and tell us about this manoeuvre that you've uh, thought up. I've done a lot of firsts in body surfing. <laughs> Run us through I've, I've, hit, I've, I've hit a lot of um, landmarks in the sport. I'm actually the pioneer of the hand plane cutback. Before I before I started the sport, everyone just used to go straight on a wave, and they didn't realise if you just veer your body a little bit, you can actually cut back into the wave and and keep going. So that's my that's my real contribution to the sport, and that was my invention. <laughs> After I did that, everyone started doing, it. and then and from there came the spins and the rolls and the flips. Um, but yeah, without me, I I don't think any of that probably would have would have eventuated. Um, I I invented the Womp Camp theme song, Womp Camp brackets Barrel of Fun. Um, <laughs> And, and so without that, the Wampers didn't have an anthem by which to, by which to stand to sing uh, with ha hands on hearts as loud and as proud as they possibly could. And, and yeah, of, of course, I was the first uh, hand planer ever to do a hand plan transfer in a competition at, at Wampoff last year. Um, I had my handmade belly extra large hand plane. A lot of people were saying that that's a pipo or a body board or a long board, but it, it's a... I mean, everything's a hand plane, isn't it? If you put your hand on it and, <laughs> and, and surf on it. So I had that one. And on top of that, I had my um, mini belly beachy. And I started with the hand on the beachy, the beachy on the maxi hand plane. Um, and caught, caught the wave in my inimitable style. Uh, it was a lefty paddling with the right, kicking as hard as I could. Caught the wave on the big plane. 
shed the big plane, kept my hand on the small plane, and and kept progressing through the wave um, to completion, nice. all all the way to shore. How do you think that scored? I'm look, I know who the judges were, <laughs> so I'm sure poorly. But you know, some some of some of all of the great artists are misunderstood early in their careers. It's only after they die that you know, that the world truly realises what value they bought. And, uh, and I'm sure that that's what's going to happen to me in this sport. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you're a pioneer, Billy, and it just shows that you do love the sport. Yeah, but you should, because there wouldn't be a Budgie Boys podcast without a Belly Slater, would there? No, that well, exactly right. <laughs> I know you're looking around, but like, seriously, like when we, we when Owe introduced me to you by Instagram and I started seeing all the content you were creating, I sort of realized you can like muck around and have fun body surfing. And like, we've been wanting to do radio and podcasts and create content. We just weren't sure how to do it. And then we found this community who got around us and supported us. And like, we just dick around, but you were the one who kind of did inspire this podcast in a way. Uh, that's, that is actually really flattering to hear. I really, really love what you guys do. I think it's important that there's a podcast like this to create a focal point for the whole community to listen into, to know what's going on in, in the industry and in the community. Uh, like I'm, I'm a real, I'm a huge fan of what you guys do. I feel like you're, you guys are carrying on the mantle and like taking belly to, to its logical extreme. Well, that's so cool. Um, I, I go to work with this random bloke. He can't speak English very well, but um, he just started body surfing and he picked up a belly at a market stall um, and I think that's... So he was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of them. But um, yeah, he like we started talking. He's like, oh, you're into body surfing. I picked up a belly. Um, do you think... I know we talked about your your designs and your, your the shapes of your boards being for everyone and the bigger the better. Mm. Um, but do you, for you in particular, do you think your, your boards... Um, are aimed at those people who you want, like, do you design your boards to get people into body surfing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I answered your question kind of tongue in cheek. You said, are they, are they, I think they're great for beginners. I think that you can, I think that you can go really big on them and I've seen people go really big on them, but um, I do think they're a really good entry point. You know, they're, um, they're soft, which is a good thing. So you can hit others, you can hit yourself (laughs) and it's not going to hurt. And they're super buoyant. They're big. So they're super buoyant. Um, which means that you know you, you don't need to have huge swimming ability to be able to get yourself out of the water on them. Yeah. Um, also, they're kind of at least the bigger ones are bug like. You know, they're like bodyboards. So people who are transitioning over from bodyboarding to body surfing can uh, can ride with something a little bit more familiar to yeah. them until they tra- until they then um, move on to something smaller, something more like a, a traditional hand plane. Yeah, because he he actually bought the board for his son um, and. Uh, I was looking after my sister the other day and we weren't using a belly, but it was a, um, the Grom board, uh, yeah. from, from slide, slide. Mm. and, um, she had the best time on it. Like, and she's like, I'm, I'm really good at body surfing <laughs> yeah, <right?" yeah. laughs> and she's like, Hey, she's terrible, but like, <laughs> she thinks she's awesome. And that like, that's what I love about your stuff. Like, it's so welcoming. It's so like, it's colorful. It's fun. Um, well, thank you. And like, the more people that we can get younger people into body surfing, the better. Like, well, the, the, the thing with the Beachy, which is my, my newer plane, is that it's cheap as well. And that's, that's another thing that I really wanted to do. I wanted to get a board that people could buy on a whim. People who say, I want to try body surfing. Mm. Um, I don't want to spend a heap of money on it yet because I don't know what it's like. Let's see if I can just buy this on an impulse and see how it goes. And I think that, I think that the Beachy does that. Um, 
I also, I, another innovation is that it's strapless. And that's also, that's, that's a way that I like to body surf as well. I feel like I just don't always feel comfortable having a strap that locks you into the plane. I much mm. rather have a wrist leash that gives you the freedom to change hands when you're going. But at the same time, once, once, you, um, once you go under the wave, the board comes away and you, you're not tethered to anything. Definitely, that's so cool. Now, you're wearing the, the belly hoodie. You've got yeah. belly beanies. You've <laughs> got the belly keel sluggos, which I think are the best designs going around the animal prints. Can I, can I just interrupt yeah, yeah. and ask you something? Is, is there a best um, budgies competition going on at Womp Camp this year? Uh, at Womp Camp? At what I say? You said Womp Camp. Yeah, yeah Womp yeah. Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah right is, now. is there because I will win it? I've got the, <laughs> I've got the best pair of budgies You've seen them. You've seen them. I've got the best pair of budgies here, I'm sure. There is a competition, right? Oh, it's a bit cold. So everyone's been kind of... These actually, I saw Corey I've was yeah, in I've seen um, a few people out the other day. Slugs, yeah. Can we do some sort of parade? I'm, I'm, can I do some sort of parade? Mate, it's Saturday night. Anything can happen. You've got your guitar there as well. Can you get, give us a rundown of what you're going to play, actually, around the fire? Oh, no, yeah, I can't, you ready? I can't, no, I can't do that. I can't give you a rundown. Oh. Um, it's, it's a surprise. Okay. It's a surprise. Well, you got me to learn eight songs the other night. Yeah, was, yeah, sure, I, was, sure, sure. I came home sure. drunk <laughs> from the pub and he's like, sent me a list. So I'm sitting there learning them. So, mate, all, all bangers, no clangers. It's yep. gonna, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a huge concert tonight. Wow, it's gonna be massive. I'm excited. Just getting back to your merch. Um, so yeah, I think the the kills are the great designs. Um, have you thought of putting out any other sort of creative things? Any any like funny merch? Because like your brand is so big and bold and out there and creative mm. what else are you thinking down the, the track the next step is is to go into full production with the pit mitt oh, oh yes. yeah the pit yeah. mitt yeah, yeah. and the, I'm the a pit fan of this. the pit mitt is a it's a neoprene glove neoprene on one side mesh on the other uh, to which some hdpe slick material is is stuck to the hand side so it's like a glove that you can body surf with i think that needs <laughs> to be the next thing that that goes massive um <laughs> If, if for no other reason... Version one of the pit mitt was... Oh, no. No, version one is the last version. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the... <laughs> Mac one is final Mac. That's the, that's the final version of the pit mitt. Um, we, you know, I, I did dabble in the backyard cricket um, arena. I, I've sourced some carbon fiber. Look, this is not body surfing related. But well, we should talk about that. We have a body surfing related backyard cricket set. That sounds I'm amazing. I'm going to talk off mic because it's... Yeah, that it's sounds like amazing. We'll talk, we'll talk off mic. Um, I, I found these carbon fiber cricket bats and, and these um, cane cricket bats that they use in Pakistan for street cricket. They're super lightweight bats and it's all, all tennis ball cricket that I was sure Australia was ready for. But Kingsgrove Sports Centre thought otherwise, so, so they're, <laughs> they're sitting in my roof at the moment. But again, after I die, when street cricket becomes a big thing here, you heard it here first on the podcast. Carbon fibre cricket bats and cane handle cricket bats are going to be huge one day, and you heard it here first. <laughs> so, is that in your floppy bucket? What else ah, is in there? There is no floppy bucket. Why? Because there is a. Um, Mother's beach bag, a stripy mother's beach bag. And that's, that's what I've always taken to the beach. I love this floppy bucket idea, but I've never had one. I've got these huge plastic stripy kooky beach bags. Um, in, the, in the kooky beach bag <laughs> is dun, 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 a hooded towel. Of yeah. course, the towel, the towel poncho. Um, it, how good is it to be able to change under your towel poncho? That's, that's the best thing about it, surely. Um, 
pit mitts are always in there. A flying V is in there. A beachy is in there. And then like the, whatever new invention I'm testing is in there. So the polycarb pipo um, has been in there for a long time. It looks fantastic. There were issues with buoyancy. We fixed those with a bit of foam. There are issues with uh, if you touch the side of it, it could sever your hand. We haven't fixed that yet. <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's going to get there. It's a, it's a machine. Um, there's, there's usually three pairs of fins because you don't know what fins are going to suit the occasion. There's always a pair of defins because uh, they're the most comfortable. They're, they're powerful enough for, for the waves that I'm riding. But there's, there's a pair of duck feet in case I want to get on the mat. And if I want to get on the mat, you don't really have the power of the arms. So you need something that's going to give you some propulsion with longer, slower kicks. And then there's you know always something weird that I've bought from the internet like... Um, like I don't know, like some old pair of manta blades or something, <laughs> just 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 to see what they'll do, uh, and just as a backup, and also in, in case I can lend them to someone else who's who's there, or I, or I lose one. Um, there's there's a GoPro, there's a, a GoPro swivel wrist mount because that's how I video all my stuff. I don't use a mouth mount or a head mount. It's all on the wrist, so you can get the shot from the leading hand and you can swivel it 360. Um, and that's about it. That's that's oh 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 oh, oh and. And a pair of flip-flops um, covered in a, like a bodyboarding booty because I think they're the best makeshift flippers that money can buy. Yeah, right. We yeah. actually saw some flip-flops today that were shaped like the bodyboards. They're the booger thongs. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really cool too. I'm actually going to get a pair of those and they'll... they'll I had a whole bag full of them. Yeah, yeah. They'll make it to the mum bag too as soon as I get myself a pair of those. I think they'd be good hand planes as well. well. They look like, you know, we should take some out That's tomorrow. Right. Mm. Um, so the first womp off was actually at your home beach. I just found out at Narrabend, and your crew, the North Northern Beaches Wompers, and they they competed. They competed. And um, were you involved in the first womp off as an MC? Because you've taken on that role. No. So no, when, no when, I was when a competitor. Yeah. In the first womp off, man, you're concentrating was, on the. I the was comp. bricking it, absolutely bricking <laughs> it. That first womp off, where we get there, and the forecast is like three to four foot belly sized ways of like I'm feeling yeah. you know all confident and like it's going to be a fun time I'm going to do some hand, funny hand plane transfers <laughs> and it just jacked up firstly firstly there was a huge side sweep like you got in the water and you were 300 meters down the beach within seconds so yeah like and that's the scoring zone so you've got to catch your wave like within that three seconds meanwhile like these, that were massive really barreling waves just dumping on your head um I ended up getting dragged out like right to the end of the scoring zone and just thinking like, well, fuck, like this is so embarrassing. I'm not going to catch a wave at Wampa. I'm Belly Slater. Everyone's going to know that I'm a fraud. <laughs> and then like out of nowhere, this, belly is a fool. this, this huge one just comes. Um, yeah, that's the song, isn't it? Belly is <laughs> Don't bring it up. This huge one just comes from the distance. And I thought well, like, fuck it, I'd rather die. I would rather just take this one and die than live, <laughs> live up to the humiliation of not catching a wave. And it's one of the best waves I've ever caught in my life. Like, like I was deeply barreled, definitely didn't come out of it. But like when I finally got onto the shore after that, everyone's like, oh, Billy, you got barreled. I was like, oh, yeah, you got fucking barreled. And it was, it was terrifying. So when did you start emceeing? And, and, uh, the the next year. The next okay, year. I was great. very lucky that yeah. Ricky um, invited me to come and do it. It's my 
favorite favorite gig so like i just love doing it every single year yeah you keep the energy up the entire day and then you go and compete and then you come back yeah. and jump back on the mic <laughs> yeah well, i'm stoked i i love seeing everybody i love i love that there's a club scene mm. um i think that brings something really special to the sport uh, and i love meeting everybody from all over australia you know we had people from um western australia there's people from um queensland the people come down from woman it's it's a really special event i'm extremely excited to be there every year and like just to get my um my ad lib spoken word <laughs> thing on is really cool as yeah. well you know it's a it's a it's a hard job you got actually you guys would be amazing at it as well oh it'd but be it's fun a, yeah yeah it's it's a it's a great job and it's a hard job and it, it's a lot of fun you were chucking out some pretty out there claims and uh <laughs> some profanities and those sort of things um now as a lawyer you sort of all right doing those things in a public <laughs> setting because you can just defend yourself if anyone gets offended no you know to be to be honest i do try and keep my work and belly very very <laughs> separate not no, uh, very few people in like the professional sphere know about my alter ego oh, wow <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just I just try to keep it that way. I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm actually really proud of it, um, but I just try not to mix business with pleasure, I guess. But if you ever were done for defamation or if there was a sort of free speech issue going on, you'd be able to sort of look after your legal you'd, issues. You'd never hear about me again. I'd leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be gone. I don't think we could lose you, though. Mate, if the body serving community lo loses you, where does it leave us? Well, it leaves you. It leaves you in charge. I think. Oh, I'm not in charge. Nah, we'll pass that on to Corey. He's taking on everything. Cute lately. boy. <laughs> cute cute boy. boy. He's a cute boy. I love. I His love. His new that. nickname's Chippy. What? Why is that? <laughs> oh, because he's been fed chips on an aeroplane. No, no, no. <laughs> Someone walked past him the other day. And they go, oh, there's more fat on a chip. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh. I've been calling him Chippy. I love that you guys are in the business of giving out body surfing nicknames. I think the body surfing. Um, what is it like if you, if you have a war name it's your nom de guerre and uh, if you have you can have a stage name yeah. or you can have a nom de plume and when it's your nom de womp yeah and i love that you guys are in the business of handing them out because i've handed out a few <laughs> yeah uh, and i've given myself one and there's like you know you come to womp camp and everybody only knows each other yeah. really by their instagram names or by That's their right. nom de womp uh, and i think if you're going to start in the sport the first thing you need to do is give yourself one because yeah it helps you separate from the person that you are in your normal everyday life and be fully freeing yourself when you're out there in the water now we're trying to coin tickler did you listen to the podcast a couple of weeks I ago i did it was a bit skippy i know i did i did i did that's that's an amazing one that's when you're going wrong hand yeah down wrong a, hand down a wave and you're tickling the balls of the wave yeah. with your other hand. yeah 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 i love it i, I love it it's, it's it's that's amazing when i yes when i heard it i thought that's amazing because it's like regular or goofy yeah you go regular or tickler or yeah tickler. i'm a hundred percent on board Good. that's right. it's huge yeah. It's going to be huge. Mate, we've got the uh, approval from the king. So, are you the Wally, you're the Wally Lewis of of the body surfing world. <laughs> that is huge. Thank thank, thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's okay. That's a huge You're not from Queensland, though. Well, no, there, I'm not. There I'm was not. a rumour going around that you were from Queensland. We all <laughs> yeah. thought you, you were. You, you <laughs> started that rumour. You started that rumour. We have to do a bit more research before no. these podcasts. No, your, your research has been good. I'm, I'm flattered again that you guys have taken the time to look at my Instagram feed and see what I do. <laughs> well, we've stopped writing rundowns. Yes. We probably should start doing those again. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no wackers, no wackers. This went all right. Yeah, no, it goes okay. Uh, anything else you want to add, Owen? Because I want to let Billy get out of here and play guitar. Yeah, we've got to get back down to the fire. I've got to put a string on the guitar. We're going to have a good can, night. Can, can I? Do you have time for me to record a version of the Womp Camp theme song 
uh, on the potty. Absolutely. 100%. Um, but before you do that, I'll just ask, um, because we had a panel this afternoon with all like team captains from different clubs that are going to be competing in Womp Off. Mm. The North boys didn't get a chance to sort of talk about what they've got planned. So would you like to speak on their behalf? <laughs> and yes. There's been some changes in the format of the Womp Off and yep. I was just wondering what the North boys have uh, in store for us. We don't care about the format changes. We don't care about the uh, lesser important swimming portion of the competition. We are taking out the fin sprint. See, this, this is it. This you is it, right? <laughs> okay, I'm okay. All right. Shoot. Go you on. can write that down and underline it three times. Rule number one, no DMCs. Great fins for in the water, but it's it's like performance enhancing drugs to use them on, on sand. They're made of silicon. They bend under your feet. It's not like running in fins. So get, rid of, get rid of them. That's why the Cobras won. Oh. They're all wearing DMCs. Everyone I was like, oh, they must be so fast, so quick off the mark. They're they're cheating. That was it was it was a hundred percent cheating. They are disqualified. They did. They are disqualified. So bait by one. So bait by one. Officially bait by one. You can't. That, you can't. It's like running in spikes. Second. Yes. We're still. The it's like running in spikes. This this year it can't be DM season. And yeah, and Don McCready's not the kind of guy you want to fight with. I mean, he'll put up a huge fight, no doubt. But like, I mean, what what are we going to do? We've got to we've got to protect the integrity of the sport. And uh, DMC fins have no place in the spot. The whole point is that the fins are meant to impede you. If anything, DM, DMC fins are actually fantastic for sprinting. And, and that's a huge plug for Don. He should go and sell his fins at fucking track meets. And <laughs> but we don't, we, they, there's no place for DMCs in a fin sprint. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, number two, and Ricky's in the room with us right now. And, and uh, this is a plea to Ricky. I, I, I want the fin sprint relay. I love the fin sprint relay, but I want, I want that glory again. There has to be an individual competition. You can't run it over 50 wimpy metres. Um, this should be a 1500. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm keen to do it. Like a, a, I believe. Okay, we have a believer in the house. That's I, the, I think that's what we need to do. I think we need the team event, and I think we also need to get our marquee fee sprinter out there on the, on the track um, to take home the gold for their club. There is rumours of the Bondi lifeguards um, having a team. So do you really want to take them I don't, I, over, I, over 1,500 metres? I am the fastest thing on two fins. <laughs> I, I will make them wish that they were never born. I will rip off their arms and beat them to death with them. I will, if you make an individual fin sprint, it could be over any distance, I will win it. Do you understand? Any distance. Any distance. <laughs> Any distance. I, I've won one. I've won one in woman. And I, there is no feeling in the world that compares to winning a fin sprint. That feeling when, when you've reached full velocity and you look to your side and no one's near you and like, you know, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this! <laughs> and you break through that line first. There is nothing like it. I'm so hungry for this. I was... Completely gypped out of it the other year where there was a, a, a quadruple false start. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I told Tim about this and he started two seconds later than everyone else because yeah. he was I was very convinced. nervous of getting disqualified. Yeah, yeah. I've watched so many false starts, especially in swimming. And I feel so embarrassed for the person who doesn't have to get... Yeah. I, I didn't want to be that person. Yeah, yeah. I, I whispered, and like, Tim, you can go now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ricky does a great job. Full, full props to Ricky, but he's got to tighten the screws on the fin sprint because it's been a farce. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a joke um, si since it was started. The only fair race that's been won is the one that I won. <laughs> Uh, and, and and every other has just been a complete shit show. So I'm I'm really. 
putting the pressure on Ricky to tighten it, to put the clamps down on the fin sprint and make it the, de- the event that it deserves to be. I was not expecting that response. And here's and here's something else. If Ricky doesn't do it, then Belly's taking the fin sprint and he's creating his own fin Olympics. <laughs> and it's gonna be an on land event where everybody's in fins and it's gonna go from javelin, discus, fifteen <laughs> hundreds, like you name it, steeplechase, and it's all gonna be done in fins and people will stop caring about the fin sprint at Wompoff. So the pressure's on. It's time. <laughs> It's time to give us fin sprinters the credit we deserve. Well, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll do it again <laughs> soon, but that was amazing, Belly Slater. Thanks so much for being a part of the podcast. Playing you out tonight is Belly Slater with the theme song for Womp Camp. Thanks so much for being on the show. <coughs> The waves are pumping and the wind's offshore Womp Camp's calling you to come and score Fat shacks, sick pits and rolls and spins So grab your hand plane and grab your fins Womp Camp, Womp Camp Have a barrel of fun at Womp Camp You can ride and slide them straight down the face Or glide and manoeuvre with poison grace Womp Camp is for everyone To make new friends and have fun, fun, fun Womp Camp, Womp Camp have a barrel of fun at Womp Camp. You wake up salty, legs like jelly, can in your hand and a snag in your belly. Heading home, big smile, gills wet, and memories that you'll never forget. Womp Camp, Womp Camp, have a barrel of fun. Oh, won't you take me to Womp Camp, Womp Camp, have a barrel of fun, a barrel of fun. It's always overhead when you're body surfing.